0: In the name of one God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning to all of you. Good morning. Thought I would start us off by telling you one of the things I am very passionate about, and that is a well-crafted and brilliant commercial. I have come to be a fan of when just when a team or a person comes up with a brilliant idea for a commercial I for whatever reason I've always enjoyed a good commercial. And as I was considering that I think our epistle to the Hebrews reminded me of a good brilliant commercial from the past. There was this line of commercials that was If you slept at a Holiday Inn Express, you would rest so well and feel so good that people would mistake you for a professional or an expert in some field. You probably remember the one that was the most popular where a guy likes to wear his white coat. It looks like a doctor's coat, but not exactly. And he happens to be at a hospital and he has a nurse turn to him and say, what should we do with this patient? And the guy says, well, I have no idea, but I did sleep at a Holiday Inn Express last night. And because of that, you think I'm a doctor because I feel great and I got great rest. The point of me bringing those brilliant commercials up is they would, the theme of them would be mistaken identity. And we have a little bit of this going on in our epistle to the Hebrews today in the fifth chapter, the first 10 verses. The author is debating and showing The importance that Aaron, the original high priest, the brother of Moses, had uh, at his time while he was alive. And then showed us who Jesus is as the one and true and final high priest. So I would think that they could make a commercial out of that. That just because Aaron slept at a Holiday Inn Express, maybe we would confuse him with Jesus. But the author... Of this would say it's not so and this is why so this is how we will spend the rest of the time of our sermon talking about these two different identities of high priest between Aaron and Jesus first we will do a little contextual work just to tell you what the qualifications of a high priest are which we heard in the first four verses of the reading that we had today And then we will talk about how Jesus fulfills all of the roles of a high priest, and then some. And then we will talk about why all of this stuff about high priests is important for us today. So that's where we will go. So look at, I'm only going to highlight three, although there are more. Three things that were important to be qualified as a high priest that we heard in our Hebrew reading. The first is that a high priest should be chosen by God or be in the right lineage called to the ministry of being a high priest. And I should say that the high priest is the priest over all the priests. A very high role in the ministry and to be as Aaron we hear the brother of Moses to be considered to be high priest you had to be from a specific tribe the tribe of Levi and they would that line we would have Aaron and his oldest son and everyone that would come from that line would be the only ones that could be high priests and that is how that lineage comes into qualifying a person to be a high priest. They had to be chosen, called, and in the right lineage, family line. And then we have a second point of to be qualified, qualifications of being a high priest. That person would need to be self-sacrificing or offering, offer sacrifice for themselves. As every high priest from Aaron to, to Annas, would be human. They would have a time and a season for the ministry that they would perform. Very important for the time in which they lived, but of course they lived and they died. So they would have a season, meaning they were human beings, and they would need to make sacrifice, usually in the form of a gift or a special sacrifice that would be blood, mostly the blood of a bull or a goat, but they would need to offer a sacrifice for themselves in order, so they could perform sacrifices for the people of God. So the first point was qualified of being qualification is the correct lineage and being chosen and called to be a high priest. The second is self-sacrificing, and the third is to be an intercessor or an intermediary between. God and his people. This was the role of the high priest. It's it as if in this day and age, if you were going into a court of law and you chose for your iPad to represent you rather than an actual lawyer. Yeah, see, in, in that example, your iPad would know every court case in the law written down to a T. But what your iPad could not do is be a person that would be there to walk it with you and have the human experience as well with the law. This is an example of what the role of the high priest did, was to be an intermediary between God and his people, to be the middle way between those things. And that person, the high priest, would be the means of salvation. As the high priest, once a year on the Day of Atonement, could go behind the veil to where the actual presence of God was and could op- offer sacrifices to get people covered, to get their sins covered in the presence of God. And this is how the high priest acted as a mediator. Now all of these things are important because they take us to Jesus. And we see how Jesus fulfills all of these things and then one ups ups them to make them a very important uh, message for us today in the gospel message. The first of those was to be chosen or qualified to be a high priest, as Aaron was, as we hear in the reading, as Jesus was God in the flesh. That came amongst us and was being prepared came down into the creation from on high and lived the very human experiences. All of the blessings, all of the suffering and everything in between God stepped into just as a high priest would the suffering of the human Experience, just like we hear the high priest that would be an intermediary or an intercessor between God and his people. Jesus fulfilled this as well. Self sacrificing, the second point of being qualified to be a high priest, we see in the gospel accounts as Jesus is begging, pleading, praying to God if this cup could pass. From me, I'm all about finding a different way. But Jesus, knowing that is what he stepped into humanity to do, to save us all. And it would take his life, his death, and his resurrection to accomplish that feat. And in that, we see the balance, just like of that intermediary of God stepping on high, knowing all the law, and yet walking the human experience. And making the final point we had in being a qualification of a high priest sacrificing. Making the final and ultimate sacrifice. And this makes the distinction of why this whole talk of high priests is important for us today. Jesus N.T. Wright, he is a theologian that said it this way about Jesus being the one and only high priest, superior to Aaron and everyone that would come after him. As you heard me mention before, you really study this line of the high priest of Levi and everyone from Aaron all the way to Annas. You look at how imperfect and corruption worked its way into their ministries, hence the self-sacrificing nature that they had to offer on their own. And we hear Jesus coming and being named the perfect high priest, the one and final atoning blood sacrifice for all of our sins. This is how that works and what N.T. Wright points out. It's, that, it's as if God had a family business and Jesus was the heir apparent of that family business. N.T. Wright points out that first Jesus had to start at the lower level of the family business in the mailroom and had to work his way up into the uh, HR department, into delivery into logistics. He had to get to know the family business from the bottom up to know every aspect of what the family business of God or the kingdom of God is like. We, hear, we are reminded and bring back in that qualification that God, Jesus gets named, and as we will say in the Creed, the Son of God. And Jesus was being prepared for his sonship first starting at the bottom stepping into the human experience the brokenness of this world and into our sinful nature and then went went to be with God to sit at his right hand where he continues to intercede for all of us. Just like all the high priests before, Jesus was that intermediary between the very way, the only way, to the Father. Why is that important for us? We remember the original context of why this epistle to the Hebrews was written. It is written to the Jewish people, the Hebrew people themselves, who knew this message of Christ crucified. And yet, from the suffering, from the oppression of the experience that they were going through. They wanted to return to the ways of old and forget, leave behind this message of Christ crucified. And this is why the author of this letter is saying, don't forget who Jesus is and what he did for all of us. From starting on high to coming down low, he has made The way. His cross is the final atoning sacrifices. No more animal sacrifice of those bowls of blood would just merely cover sin. Jesus in his final act of wiping our sin clean from his life and dying on the cross and rising again in the resurrection is a key point for all of us. Aaron And all of these other priests in the line of Levi, as I mentioned, they had a temporary station, which is important to the whole corpus of biblical history and salvation history. But Jesus, the only way he could be a perfect, final, atoning sacrifice for us all is that he didn't die. He went to be with God, seated at his right hand, where he still intercedes and acts as intercessor for all of us, as that intermedium between God and his people. And yet, because of that, our sinful nature is wiped clean. Because of the mercy, because of the grace of God in his life, in his death, in his resurrection, Sin was beaten back, and we can now live lives of not focusing on that we are sinful creatures. We can live as if we have been changed, and that we are free from the bondage of sin. This is why all this talk of high priests and the ten verses we have in Hebrews today are important for us to consider. And we know all too well in our day and age, we think we can be the one that saves ourselves and time and time again we fall short of that lofty goal these 10 verses say only jesus is the one who saves us from our sinful nature and from the brokenness of this world you may hear that i hope you hear that and say praise god if you're living into it and realizing day by day that that is what happens. Through the grace and mercy of Christ and his resurrection, that's the freedom you have. Not to try to be good people, but to walk forward in faith and to realize your very salvation and that you are forgiven people. You are redeemed and loved people by the cross of Christ. What an identity we live into and all Praise be to to the great high priest who made the one final and atoning sacrifice for us all, which offers us a life of hope. Amen.